Hey y'all, welcome to a chilly Wednesday early afternoon at Rose Hill. This is the Pick and Pod podcast. And I'm Mir Gori, joined by, of course, Mr. Manny and, and my buddy, Matt Costantini. Um, it's, it's been kind of a long week for me. I don't know how it's been going for you guys, but it seems like for the NBA, it's, it's, I think the, 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 the NBA as a whole has really suffered this week through all the injuries and the weird trade discussions as well as trades. How are you guys doing? It's been a good week. Bad. Okay. Uh, listen, I'm on top of the world. Man. Yeah. I'm on top of the world. I'm enjoying, uh. A good week. Solid. Oh, and you're six four. I mean, yeah, I mean, I not, not, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing crazy is <laughs> going on, but it's it's a good day. All right, good. Yeah, Matt, I mean, I'm not too bad. Uh, it kind of seems like January has just been dragging. Just on. been going on. It's I, just I, that I, month. I, you I feel know? like it might be January 40th right now or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, January, February just kind of suck. You know, they they're, they're just boring Jeez. months, right? I mean, there's the trade deadline, which has to do with what we're going to talk about now in a second. But first, I want to get into the fact that this month usually sucks because it typically there are always injuries this time of the year for for NBA teams, and and unfortunately, we're going to have to start with Demarcus Cousins with, uh, you know, honestly the worst injury you could have in the NBA, which is the ruptured or torn Achilles, whichever way you want to qualify the injury. Um, but anytime you have a, a severe injury to your Achilles, and and also, don't forget, Mike Conley is out currently for the rest of the season with kind of a, a they call it a sore, banged up heel. Mm. But you would have to assume that the Achilles has to do with that because it's the major, you know, uh, heel, ligament yeah. for that. So, you know, DeMarcus Cousins with the injury, he's out for the season. And of course, we have to talk at some point about Andre Robertson's um, ruptured patellar tendon, which is honestly devastating for any guard, as well as. You know, we have to talk about Kevin Love. You guys brought this to my attention. It's, it's been such a long week. I did not even watch basketball for about a couple of days. But Kevin Love, you know, he he fractured or broke his wrist. How is it? What did they have? They announced exactly what? The, uh, I don't think they announced exactly what it is, but we do know he will be out for six to eight weeks. So all right, about, and that's gonna totally impact the plans for the Cavs going forward. I mean. Two for, two we'll, months. We'll get we'll get to it later, but there but more importantly, I mean, Demarcus Cousins' injury. I mean, has this guy had a productive season other than those first ten games three years ago with Mike Malone coaching the Kings? Other than the two thousand and nine tournament run with Kentucky, I mean, Demarcus Cousins. This was his first season that it looked like he was really gelling with a good team, and he was the featured guy, and things were going well. And he has a catastrophic injury. Mr. Manny's, I, I, I want to know first what, what are your thoughts are on that and what you think his, his long-term future is as well as what's going to happen because he's a free agent this summer. Uh, you know what? He, he's he been my, my favorite big man to, to watch this year. And uh, it's crazy for him to go down. It's crazy for a lot of these all-stars to also go down at the same time. But, you know, like you did say, it's a contract year for him. And for a guy who – who's really in love with being in Sacramento, I think he loves playing here as well. I think uh, he's not looking to you leave. play with the Pelicans? Yeah, I think he likes to play with the Pelicans and play with, alongside AD. I'm not, I don't think he's looking to leave at all. But at the same time, I think there are other plans that's probably being made for him at the same time. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it, and I was thinking this this entire time. 
you it kind of weird looking at the how the NFL injuries happened this year and all the superstars going down, and now you're looking at the NBA and all these all stars going down. I mean, you read off a list that could have potentially been an all star team by yeah. itself: <laughs> Marcus Cousins, Kevin Love, Mike Conley, those kind of guys. And now John Wall. That's Walter, a that's too. already a core yeah, for yeah, a John playoff Wall, team. Robertson too. Yeah, Robertson. That's a, that's yeah, a starting great, five best right defensive there. perimeter defender in the league. Yeah. So. It's really a shame because Demarcus Cousins was looking like that guy that could have been an impact player down the road, whether it's in the for, playoffs, in the you playoffs mean, yeah. whether it's for the Pelicans or what I thought was going to happen was him getting traded to a contender. Like I was talking about him going to the Cavs for a while, and I thought that would have been a perfect fit, but obviously that's not going to happen now. And it's just really sad to see because he was one of the more exciting big men. He just plays such a such a different game than what we're used to seeing from some big men. You either see the guys that stay down low and that's all they do for the rest of the game. Yeah. They they rebound and they box out. But he's a guy that can stretch it to the three point line. He he plays point forward. Yeah, he's he's just such a good player, and it's so sad to see him go down. Yeah, I and and you know it makes me wonder. Not only is he going to lose money from this injury, absolutely. But now, what? How does this impact Anthony Davis's decision? Because I was of the mindset that. Because he and DeMarcus are paired up so, like, they honestly, their their chemistry the last month and a half had been so fantastic, yeah. like, ridiculously fantastic, that I thought, you know, Anthony Davis sees this kind of sexy option as, they're the best big man duo since, I think, Hakeem and Ralph Sampson. And the Ralph Sampson-Hakeem partnership only lasted about two years because Ralph Sampson's knees kind of gave out. Mm-hmm. But But also, I have to wonder... Are they also, in a sense, better partners than Hakeem and Ralph? Because the the, the difference between Hakeem and Ralph was they kind of did they kind of did the similar things, and Ralph was more of a perimeter defender. Where where Anthony Davis is is like a point guard still, like he was in high school, just much taller. And Demarcus plays point forward really well, so they alternate very easily. Whereas Hakeem and Ralph didn't so much. Now, the thing is, obviously, that was a small sample size, only three years. But, you know, the Pelicans also have a small sample size. It's only been, like, has it even been a season? No, it I hasn't. Mean, I remember been a full season. DeMarcus got game. traded right after the All-Star game. Come so All-Star game, it'll be a full year. It yeah. literally was about to be a full season. And it looked fantastic in my eyes. So, now I'm wondering, is Anthony Davis going to reconsider this? Also, in my opinion, I don't, I don't think DeMarcus Cousins ever going to come back the way he did. Because no. Kobe didn't. Dominique Wilkins didn't. Well, to be Brandon fair, Brandon Jennings didn't. To be fair, Kobe was already like yeah, 35, 36 done. when, was when and, he had and Dominique his was twenty eight. Okay, I can understand that. Yeah. But what Demarcus is twenty seven? I mean, it, yes, the he, technology, maybe. the technology the, is yeah. the, the technology is better today. But he is also a big man, so it's harder for big men to recover because you know the 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 whole blood flow more that weight, goes through. Stress. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm very concerned and I'm very sad for Demarcus. But the next guy that we are going to have to get into is I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the importance of kind of not to the team but uh, in the NBA is Kevin Love. Um, Matt, what do you think this is going to do? Like Kevin Love's injury. I know it's 68 weeks, so it's just enough where he's going to come back just before the playoffs, but at the same time, it's not enough where he really gets enough of a rhythm before the playoffs. I mean, it's a backbreaker for the Cavs now. They were they were struggling before this injury and it's only going to get worse from here on out. I mean, all the infighting that we were hearing about and 
it wasn't even Kevin Love's fault. I mean, guys were bagging on him for, I almost for missing feel, a game. I almost feel and, like he, like he got he got the injury that the whole team was rooting for. Like they seem to hate him. <laughs> yeah, which like it's really terrible. They hate him. Well, he's just a scapegoat. Yeah, like, yeah, and now they're gonna scapegoat Isaiah, like, which has oh, nothing exactly. to do with any of this. No, but. I mean, I, I was mentioning this before. This changes the Cavs' plans for the rest of the season. I don't know what they were planning to do come trade deadline time. I, I'm hoping they'll make a move, which I'm, we'll get into later. But they're going to need to do something big to replace right. Kevin Love. I mean, you, you kind of got to look for another big man because there's really no one on the market that can do what Kevin Love does. I mean, I he's was... a guy that can play down low. He's a guy that can hit the three-pointers that you need. And he's really just this rock down low. I'm considering Jonathan Simmons from the Magic. It's another big kind of mid-level contract that the the Cavs don't want to pick up, but he's another kind of Jay Crowder-ish, but with more of an offense, and I'm wondering if maybe that could be something. Because other than him, I don't... First of all, I, I... Totally don't buy DeAndre. I love what Shaq said three years ago. If DeAndre were in Milwaukee, nobody would be talking about him. <laughs> I mean, DeAndre Jordan is, in my eyes, not that good. And now he's, I think he's 29, almost 30. Yeah. So I, I get it would be a rental. But at the same time, I don't really know if it's really worth it for the Cavs long term. Because you know that they're going to have to give away some future assets for DeAndre. So I think that for the Cavs, they're, they're pretty much... You know, in a bad situation, and I'm I'm wondering if they're going to make it to the finals. Yeah, even more so than last year. Because pretty much, like you said, it's not like DeAndre's a good pickup. They're in this, they're in this a weird spot where they can't make a right move. Period. You yeah, know? like there's there's honestly like no hope. And this is a wasted year of LeBron. Exactly, it's, it's really like sad. a wasted honestly, year. It, whatever they do with the trade deadline depends on if they can get an answer out of LeBron James whether he's staying. Oh, or he's not. leaving. He's he's but, where, but where's he going? He's he's leaving. Don't know. I don't know. Don't know. He's he's you going to know. Silicon Valley to be businessman. <laughs> you know, like like forget the the basketball or the league. Like he's leaving. See, like, I don't I don't, I don't think don't... he is because a there's not there, he's never going to go to the West because he wants that easy road to the finals and without playing yeah that's the the, that's the been Rockets. his whole career. You know, and he's had there's a... really nowhere in the East that he can go. Well, he could go to Philly. That's that's uh, the only no. option. Get, get but I, I could easily see Joel looking at LeBron like, hey, this is my yeah, team. Exactly. <laughs> and he, there's, he'll never go there. It'll never be LeBron's team if he goes to Philly. It's Joel owns Philly. Honestly, <laughs> more than Carson Wentz because he's so freaking likable. It's amazing. Anyway, we're going to go to the next injury, which is the last one that we're going to talk about before we go into trades, and that's obviously Andre Robertson's injury. I'm Honestly, I always was moved because he's such a great guy. He's taken so many uh, – he, he, he took a significant uh, salary cut um, when he was resigning this summer. He's donated $2 million to Tornado Relief in Oklahoma. He's he's really a great, great guy. And you always hear those stories of what he does. Like almost on a monthly basis, what he does is he goes to a random restaurant and gives like a significant tip of like five or ten thousand, which is like really amazing for somebody to do that. Like, you know, you don't have to do that. And yet he does. And he's he's a really, really nice guy. And you know, the ruptured patellar tendon is a devastating injury, especially for someone who has such amazing lateral yeah. hip movement like Andre Arberson. I think this is the end of Andre Robertson being the best perimeter defender in the league. I think, though, that he's in the best. If he were to get injured on any other organization, I would say he has a three-year career. But I think that because he's on the Thunder and because they love him so much, he's going to have five more good years. 
Um, I don't think he's going to be as good because it's so hard to come back from that injury. And then he has to be at such a prime explosive level against all these really athletic guards. I think it's devastating also for the Thunder because I, 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 I think... You know, even if the Thunder were to get some other perimeter specialist, defensive specialist, even say an Avery Bradley, because an Avery Bradley is a better player than Andre Robertson, I think that Andre Robertson really fit that lineup. And I think people just love him. I mean, Steven Adams got emotional after the game. And Steven Adams' main statements are sure, mate, and all right. And instead, he got emotional. And, it, you know, he used some expletives to say how terrible it was. And, and it, it's really sad and, and just somebody that really doesn't deserve it. Not to say that the others um, do. It's just to say that this is a guy who has been ridiculed and was finally having the season of his life, his best offensive season so far. They're using him more in the paint. Um, he, he was going to be first uh, all-defensive team. And uh, he's out. And I don't think he's going to be back till 2019, not even the beginning of the season, because this is a very significant injury. So going to the trade discussions, I think that the Thunder are going to have to make a move, but I think that they're going to be stuck in a situation where they can't really give up much. So I don't think the Thunder are going to end up making a move. But we're going to have to talk about the biggest trade so far, which is, in my in my eyes, an irrelevant trade at the same time. It's yeah. Blake Griffin going to the Pistons. Mr. Manny's, what do you think? Uh, Well... It was definitely the end of Lob City as of now, completely. And uh, what's really <laughs> wild is the only one left. <laughs> yeah, is like the only one left. What's really wild is that Blake this this summer Blake was pretty much courted by this whole organization. Like they held his hand, they won him long term. Apparently, they, they pa- mock raised his jersey to the rafters. Yeah, they 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 paid the man and and all that. They pretty much like danced around. Why did around. they pay him? They're like, hey, listen, Blake, uh, we want you, we want you forever. Next couple of years, stay with us. <laughs> oh, Blake, bye. <laughs> I think I think Doc Rivers is ruining his his like uh, legacy. I'm, I'm I I know he wasn't completely involved in this decision because it was Jerry West, but he's still like you got to imagine Jerry West is like asking Doc, should I, should I not? And obviously, you should trade Blake Griffin. But the thing is, is that like, why didn't you trade him sooner? You know, it's. It's terrible, and and the it, thing it is, looks bad. this is a guy who could have gone to the Thunder. You know, this is a this is a guy who, who I mean, well, he's he's from Oklahoma City. I mean, he 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 really. No, it's fair. He it's his, fair. It's he fair. He played his college no, ball. No, I mean, it's, oh, yeah. yeah, it's like really sad. This is like he was five minutes away from from being on the Thunder, and then Sam Presti, because I know this from from just my sources, Sam Presti then made the trade for Paul. Well, you know, I I know the area. Um, Sam Presti made the trade, and so in other words, that potential contract offer was off for Blake Griffin. So Blake Griffin automatically went to the Clippers, and then has had kind of a terrible season in my eyes, and and gets traded, and now he's in Detroit, a bankrupt city, and on a team that's mediocre with Stan Van Gundy of all people. Who the the, the most entertaining thing about Stan Van Gundy is his music video that Andre <laughs> Robertson made of him. You know, riding a bicycle, looking pimped out. I mean, I just feel really <laughs> bad for DeAndre Jordan because a few years ago, this man was trapped in his own house yeah, by Chris Paul and Blake Griffin Can you imagine? and was promised that they would have this dynasty to come, and now he's the only one left. But you're talking about... Well, you got to be a whole new level of stupid if you think there was going to be a dynasty <laughs> oh, yeah. going out of the no, exactly. like, like DeAndre, you, you, no, no, you he need is, some help. Yeah. Other than your mom having to call Mark Cuban for you, you need some help if you thought that you were going to start a dynasty. But kind of looking at, at Detroit now... <laughs> Wanna... People don't remember that. People, nah, they, man, Mr. Manny, they look at me that way. It was a people large remember, story, though. People Twenty-seven don't years old, twenty-six years old, and his mom has to call Mark yeah, Cuban. Yeah, people don't forget about that. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> so 
So anyway, Matt, your point, sorry. So, I mean, looking at Detroit, one of my best friends from back home is a Pistons fan for who knows why. But <laughs> He just has a sad life. But um, I was I was talking to him, and I'm like, what does this actually do for your team? A sixth seed and a first-round exit? You're not good enough to make it past the first round of the playoffs. Well, I think it's that it sells tickets. Blake looks gl- good in blue. It sells tickets. Blake looks good in blue. Um, <laughs> I mean, He can still jump somewhat. Yeah, you know, on like half a leg. <laughs> I don't really know what they have. I don't know if he really fits with Drummond. I mean, I guess. I don't really care. It, it doesn't matter. But I think the Pistons do need to make the playoffs, and they will with Blake. Oh, yeah. Like and, I said, six, you know, 16 Before he tears next. his hamstring yeah. for a third time, and or his quad, actually, sorry. And, and you know, I think it's just that the Pistons need to be relevant, like the Hawks were, uh, you know, 10 years ago. They, 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 they're not a popular team, so they need to – at least be in the playoffs. I think they gave up too much to get Blake, honestly. They gave I mean, and also, I mean, don't forget Kobe that Harris. Stanley Johnson draft pick, it hurts them. It, it Like, when you miss on a draft pick and it's a top 10 pick, it really hurts you. Because say, say Stanley Johnson turned out to be a star. Then you have Stanley Johnson as a star, you know, an upcoming star with Blake and Drummond, and it looks a little better. But then you got that terrible contract for Reggie Jackson. It just... They don't have anything. To be fair, I think Stanley Johnson will be better now that he'll get the majority of minutes at the forward. Right, because Tobias is taking it. So we'll have to see on him. But I think more importantly, giving up Avery Bradley was a really weird choice because I can't. I'm hoping the Clippers trade the Thunder so bad. I mean, Avery Bradley (laughs) is one of the best defenders in the league, like regardless of position. He's so good. You got to believe the Clippers are building for the future, so they're gonna get rid of Avery Bradley. Yeah, but who, who, and what is their future? What is it gonna? Well, they could. They could. I don't know. Thunder could trade Abrinas. You know, he's a (laughs) he's a young three point shooter. He he's a lot like Redick. So, so there's that, you know. There's that's that. a really good question because I mean, what lot, are the Clippers? A lot of the reports coming out of the Clippers is that they're not interested in a full rebuild. They don't want to tear it down. But you're looking at it. I mean, they they're taking on young guys still. I mean, Toby Harris is still kind of young. Yeah, yeah, he's and young. Yeah, I don't he's think 26. they'll resign Avery Bradley. So right, because you know you're gonna have to give him twenty. Yeah, so, because he's such a great. So, I mean, he's a great player. Without Avery Bradley, really, what is this team next year? Yeah, and, and, and then, you know, the, the next sort of trade, and this was really bizarre, was Nikola Mirotic got traded to the Pelicans, yeah. but but now it got blocked because they didn't want to tr- because the Pelicans didn't want to trade a first round pick, so they're gonna try to trade another player. I actually really like Mirotic with Davis, but the problem is that then Davis is gonna have to play more of the the uh sorry, the the rim protector and, and Mirotic moves around like what what it was between Davis and Cousins and I don't. It think, won't. It won't be the same. Miritich is a great. Miritich is a great, like solid player, but he's not a star, and I don't even think he's like an all star. I would even call him great. Well, like you know, he's not like an all star sub. Yeah. You know what, like an all star sub is like. You know, your most spates <clears throat> on the Warriors. You know, he's yeah. great when he comes off. That's fair. I, I don't even know if Miritich is that because he has this personality that got him in the fight with with Portis. So I'm I'm a little skeptical about. About all of that, I also think that this was the wrong move for the Bulls because they should have traded him a little higher um, with some more value. But anyway, th- that's enough for really the the trades because we don't really have much else going on about that. But um, we have to definitely talk about Knicks and Nets. 
Uh, the Knicks. Do we? The, well, yeah, because the you know they the, play basketball. You know, we we forget sometimes they play basketball. The, the Knicks have been okay, but I'm I'm getting a little concerned that, and I know this because of the Thunder that that Courtney Lee could be on the block for the Thunder, and I don't like that because really? yeah, because I think that Courtney Lee is a great leader for the Knicks, and I think the Knicks could make the playoffs this year. I really feel confidently about that. I like I so. really think that they can make the eighth seed. But okay, but at the very least, do you think if Courtney Lee leaves, they make the playoffs? Like, do they, the Knicks? No. Yeah, do their chances increase or decrease? They obviously I mean, decrease. No, yeah, decrease. I mean, yeah, and if you're the Knicks, don't going, you want to make the playoffs right now? Like, like it's been so many years, and like the I mean, Phil goes Jackson from a zero percent chance to a zero percent chance. Yeah, like does it, it does it change? Really. Like, but what are you gonna get? I mean, what are you gonna get out of Courtney Lee? Who's gonna trade for him? What the Cavs? They the got Thunder, him on Shumpert. The, th- he the Thunder. He could be the, th- the next Andre Robertson for them. But the Thunder. I don't think the Thunder can trade anything, and so I don't know who where he goes to. He goes to maybe the Rockets, which would be kind of interesting, because because maybe the Rockets could trade you know a bag of bones or something. But I just don't know what the Knicks could get out of Courtney Lee, and I'm I'm a little concerned about that. And I think the Knicks are in a situation where they. They need to start winning, like, they need to win their next five out of 12 games. You know, I think th- I think that there are 12 games left before the, the All-Star break for the Knicks. Yeah, there's just Ten to, nine, to, nine to 12, I don't remember exactly. <clears throat> but they need to win five of those so that they put themselves at least in the nine seed. And I, I think they might be the 10th right now. Yeah, they're 10th right now. Yeah, they're they're, they're behind Detroit. The yeah. Which is not bad. <clears throat> you know, it's not bad. It's fine. But have they given up, though? With, with this, pretty pretty much putting Lee out there like that. It's like, listen, this season, we're done. Like, there's there's mm-hmm. no shot. Even them getting to the playoffs, like we're saying, doesn't mean anything. Not, not like they're going to make a run this year at yeah, all. I mean, they're not ready. I'm always of the opinion, if you're a borderline playoff team, you might as well just give up. Yeah. Because what's the point of making the playoffs? I totally agree with you. I totally agree stock. with you. But if you're the teams like the Pistons, where you need to sell seats, or the Hawks, right, in the past, need to sell seats, or the Knicks, you know, you have this terrible owner with this terrible energy around the, the franchise. Don't you th- you don't think that that making the playoffs would actually do well for the team? Like get some mojo for the upcoming year? I mean, of course it would, but they shouldn't. Okay, so you don't th- Okay, that's fine. Yeah. You don't think it's worth it. You th- it's not, okay. It's not. Okay. Not so, even all right. close. All right. So, if you guys were to I'm putting you on the spot right now, but what do you think is the Knicks are the Knicks' biggest needs? Let's say they trade for Courtney Lee and then they put themselves in a top ten draft pick position. What's a you don't even have to tell me a player because I know I'm putting you on the spot. But what's a position you guys are thinking that the Knicks should go for? Because they got the point guard, they got a power forward slash center in Kristaps, and then Canner's there, so that's fine. He's got one more year on his contract. But then you don't really have a two or a three because you got rid of Courtney Lee. Michael Beasley looks pretty good. He's back. He's going to be back next year. So, you know, you got at least a backup, a good backup. So, like, you think that they should go for a two or a three? Yeah, they need a two or a three that is a pure scorer. I mean, they need to they need to cut it out with this. They need Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Oh first of all, they, they need Jesus. <laughs> they need a lot. I'm thinking yeah. hard. I think that's the whole question. point of humanity, though, <laughs> is that I mean, humanity needs Jesus. I mean, Jesus. They're, they're, they were playing around with the Tilakina pick. I mean, yeah. he's, he's kind of a weird player right now. You don't really know what he's going to be. But they just need a guy that can go out there and flat-out score. I mean, yeah. when Przingis is the only offense you have every night in and, in and out, it's very easy to game plan for that, and when you can stop everyone else on the court just because of who they are and how they're not exactly high-caliber players, it's going to be easy to stop them. So they just need someone that can go out there and score. And that is why I don't think you should get rid of Courtney Lee, because the thing is, if you have a Michael Beasley and a Courtney Lee 
at, um, pr- at practice and you're like an up-and-coming two or three in the NBA and you got drafted pretty highly by the Knicks, those are two guys you want to practice around because Michael Beasley is athletic enough to push you and Courtney Lee is a good locker room leader and is in, is plays your position and is more of a defensive guy. So I kind of would like that. And I also think Courtney Lee's done well, uh, done well for the Frank Nilakina. Uh, development. So, you know, I'm I'm interested to see what happens there. I I, I think the Knicks make the playoffs. If not, they're uh, they're gonna get a, no a ninth to, yeah. to twelfth pick, which is kind of. Uh. But you know, I don't know. I I think the Knicks are gonna make it, but but we'll see. The Nets. All right. Um, Another one. Okay, so you got Dimwitty. <laughs> you got Dimwitty. Yeah, it's such a terrible last name. I'm sorry. You got, you got Dimwitty should be on the block Dinwiddie. for a, for a contender. He, yeah, that's that's a guy that I'm thinking of because I know Ron. You got Rondé Hollis Jefferson, and you're not going to trade him because he's kind of your best player. And he's uh, he's balled out this year. Yeah, a lot of down and, on him, but and he's he stepped up. Damari Carroll is a leader. Jeremy Lin is is your doctor, right? <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> well, he's injured. What else yeah, is he going to be doing? <laughs> He plays the doctor. Um, then, you know, of course, oh, I mean, what else is he going to put his Harvard degree to good use for? Hey, there you, uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> there you uh, go. And then, and then, and then uh, Jaleel is, you know, he's chilling. Yeah, um, of course he He's is. going to Boston every now and again, you know. And then, and then of course, you got to mention, you know, the uh, the prodigal son of L.A. I'm, I'm blanking on his D-Lo. name. Yeah, D'Lo. What's his name Russell, again? Bro. Oh, yeah, D'Angelo yeah, Russell. Yeah, this, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what should they do? I they're kind of in a mess. Obviously, they they're putting wins together, which is like honestly great. But should they trade Dimwitty? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because that's a guy I think the Cavs would like to have. You think so? Yeah. Honestly, like this is kind of a competent role player. That doesn't talk much, no drama, and can, <laughs> you can abuse him. And, and he won't say, I mean, he won't what you gonna give back. up? You're not gonna give up much anyway. You could, yeah, give, you could you give up Shumpert, who's not really Shumpert. doing much. You anyway. could give up two high quality second round picks, you know, out of that. The Nets, eh. ju- well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, like that's what the Cavs can offer. Well, you want you like what the Cavs are going to trade Jr. and Mon? How about, how about this? This is kind of going to go. This is going back to our last topic before we get back into the mm. Nets. The Cavs should be trading that Nets pick. Tristan Thompson and someone else for DeAndre Jordan and Lou Will. Okay, so see, easy. Tristan DeAndre Thompson, Jordan and Lou Williams. Tristan, Tristan Thompson is a guy that the Cavs will want to offload if LeBron leaves, which he will, in my opinion. So if and and obviously the relationship between Tristan and LeBron hasn't been great. Tristan's a guy who would do well on the Nets, in my opinion. You know. I think they already he, have a guy that does what he does in Jared Allen, so there's just not a lot of room for I'm about him. to say, would, would he even want to go there? I think, nah. like you said, for Lou Will and, and uh, <clears throat> guys out there on that side, because he has this whole thing going on with his new family out there in Cali. So yeah. he, he needs to somewhat be uh, <laughs> be a family man and take care of his baby. Yeah, Tristan Kardashian, so... What are we gonna yeah, do you know, and and obviously the the Nets are familiar with the Kardashians. That's true. You know? <laughs> Mr. Kardashian Chris Humphrey. Humphreys. <laughs> Yo, is it Chris Humphreys? Just an awesome guy. <laughs> <laughs> is he still living in the league? I mean, when's the last time I've even? No, heard I mean, about he was him? with the Wizards recently, but yeah, but yeah, but that's over. That's so anyway, as as everyone can can tell from this podcast, it's just been kind of a down week, and we've kind of tried to bring some liveliness trying to, bring, trying to, bring to the podcast. There's a little bit of positivity NBA. in the NBA. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's what they need. I'm super depressed about the Thunder. You know, I don't think they're going to nah, make the Western Conference Finals now because of Andre Robertson. No matter the seeding, that hurts. That hurts a lot. Yeah, because I mean, Andre Robertson could cover Clay, He's a great could cover dude. Steph. It's yeah, guy, I, actually, I met good. him here. I met him here on Forum Campus. Really? For, really? Yeah, for uh, for the TBT uh, tournament, like. 
two years ago. Yeah, he's a really Real sweet cool. guy. Really cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just nice. And it's a shame because they looked really good against the Cavs a couple yeah. weeks ago. I mean, they just flat out demolished them. Yeah, I mean, the Thunder have been great against big teams, but, you know, with, with Andre out, it, you hit that bad stretch that the Thunder had just before that eight-game streak. So, you know, we'll see. And, and obviously, Manny, I, I'm sorry about the Cavs. I... Yeah, I know. It's, uh, know. it's looking, looking a little ugly right now. Costantini, go hockey. I don't know what <laughs> root for right now. I heard the ugly. Islanders are kind of in a bad situation. <laughs> anyway, this has been our podcast for Pick and Pod this week. It's been kind of just kind of one of those weeks that's just – you'd rather not talk about the NBA because it's just been so depressing. I mean, the Kevin Love thing. I mean, come on. You know, Cousins, John Wall. He, he's already you know, down. Crazy. Now you the break whole, him, The whole you – know? all these injuries, like, are – Immediately and hardly impacting the uh, Eastern All Star team, like LeBron's team right now, John Wall. For a minute there, I was John thinking there. that team LeBron was going to win by like forty. Yeah, but now, but it's, now it's like okay, it's this team uh, is taking some hits. I guess the only thing we can look forward to is the All Star game. Anyways, for uh, Pete Hodak, Manny Adeye, Matt Costantini, I'm Mir Gori. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Have a good week. <laughs>